This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you going to get a good sense of how good either team is, if you know what I mean? Because I think if the Bears were going to Chiefs camp, you might see, you know, a little bit difference in terms of depth and talent and a lot of things. Is it better or worse to have two teams that are maybe similarly matched and maybe similarly flawed? I like it at this stage for the Bears because I do think it's an accurate measuring stick. I think both these teams are are, are sort of on that six or seven win fence for the upcoming season. And so you, you, you feel like you're in a fair fight. You feel like you are in an even matchup. And then you just hope that as you go through some of these competitive periods in one-on-one and seven-on-seven and 11-on-11, that you wind up on the winning end more often than you don't, right? And then that tells you you, you should be matching up favorably with a team of this magnitude. It's, it's, uh, it, you know, look like the, the, I can't emphasize enough how much that competitive edge was there for the full two hours on Wednesday night. And, and look, we'll be back out there uh, as we record this here on, on Thursday, we have another couple hours before we're right back at it. And it should be two really, really good nights. I think for the coaching staff in the front office to get, to compile a lot of tape and answer a lot of questions and see a lot of situations that they were able to kind of pre-plan and script and, and design in that will tell them a lot more about the football team. As you and I talked about the other day, we're, we're, we're less than two weeks from putting together that initial 53 man roster. So another comparison question, are the differences or the similarities between Anthony Richardson and Justin Fields as stark as you would expect them to be? Is it is it too premature to ask that question after one practice? Do you see things that remind one, you know, that are reminiscent of each other because they have similar traits, similar, similar qualities, and certainly both are young franchise quarterbacks? I just wonder because – Justin Fields entering year three has the experience of being a starter. Anthony Richardson handed the keys early on. Just wonder what your point of comparison would be and how you would describe it. Yeah, so full disclosure, I can't give you a a comprehensive, well-informed opinion on that because they're practicing on adjacent fields, back-to-back. And so I spent most of my Wednesday night with the, the Bears offense watching them go against the Colts defense. And and so the, the the Colts offense going against the Bears defense, my colleague Colleen Kane was able to give me some insight on that, talking to some Colts reporters. They were able to give me some insight on that. And then at the last, uh, probably about the last 35 minutes of practice, they were all on one field and doing some of the team stuff. What I saw from Anthony Richardson last night was confirmed by some of the Colts reporters and who said that this was one of his roughest outings of training camp to date. Uh, 
you just see a rookie trying to process what he's seeing, you know, in, in what, you know, week six of, of, of uh, his development on the field with his full team. And, and so it, it takes a little bit of time to get that feel, to, to understand what you're looking at, to, to react, to then not only react, but then make good throws where they need to go. So you're seeing a rookie quarterback who has all the physical gifts in the world, as, as we're well documented in the pre-draft process, now getting a really, really you know, sobering reality check on what NFL football is like at this level, even against an opponent, as we mentioned, that isn't going to be a top tier opponent. Would like to get a little bit more look at that tonight. I can give you a better answer when we get to to our next episode. Um, but I think the comparison is there is that Justin at least is is in year three and you see a quarterback that's a little bit more in command of everything that's happening around him than Anthony Richardson here as a rookie who has obviously been named the starter uh, and been given that that torch a little bit sooner than Justin was two years ago. Okay, let's focus on things we can know then because I know that's kind of a hypothetical, conceptual question. So Nate Davis was in full pads. Demarcus Walker in full pads. Nate Davis did not participate as much as maybe one might expect. Still seems to be some, I don't want to say mystery surrounding his status, yeah. Dan, but you talk to people and know some people involved with the Titans organization. And I don't know that anybody or the people that I've talked to down in Tennessee are that surprised by what's happening. One chuckled and, and wasn't surprised at all. Are you able to, now that he is back on the practice field in the fold, as you're around the team, any more light to shed on the future and what's going on with Nate Davis? You don't have to apologize for using the word mystery because this is a mystery and it will remain a mystery until it's not one. And it, it won't be one once Nate Davis puts together an entire week of practice where he's in pads and he's, he's completing an entire week of practice without having to take a practice off. And we haven't seen that since he became a bear, really. He, he participated in the mini camp in June and, and, and was able to, to make it through that week without any setbacks, but he voluntarily skipped the voluntary organized team activities in the spring, and then has been in and out for seven of the, the 14 training camp practices that we've had to this point. Um, so look like, I, again, this is an eye test and it's a, it's a attendance check here on Nate Davis. Like how many days in the week are you going to participate in a full practice? And until you have three, four, five, six, seven, or eight of those in a row, it's fair that everyone asks questions or until you tell us, Oh, Hey, we're managing a, injury to X body part. And this is how we're going to kind of, you know, manage it and, and control it. All questions are on the table and that that's a decision the bears have made. And, and, and so the mystery is, is one that was self-created by the team and the player. And, and, and we, we are more than justified in calling it a mystery.